Books can take us around the world. They can take us to the intimate spaces of human experiences, and they can help us grow through their words. Stay tuned for People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. I am Janice Leibovitz. You are my People of the Book, and here we are today on a lovely, overcast, rainy day. Much cooler weather today in Johannesburg. It's such a pleasure after the heat we've had. And um, it is my pleasure to have as a guest on the show today, Jean-Marie Corp from Jonathan Ball Publishers. Welcome to the show, Jean-Marie. Hi, Janice. Thanks so much for having me. And it's great to um, have Jonathan Ball represented on the show, finally. And it's actually great to have you after the number of hitches that we went through to get yeah. this together. It is great to finally be doing this. We won't... Um, bore the listener with um, what the hitches were and how many they were but yay we're here we're doing this and um, I'm thrilled to have you here just to to let the listener know Jonathan Ball Publishers do publish their own books they are very proudly publishers of many many local titles and and local authors but they are also um, huge agents and distributors of a range of British and American publishers. Give me some background on that, Jean-Marie. Yes, so like you said, we do publish locally, but then, you know, we represent um, some of the biggest publishers overseas. Uh, we represent them in South Africa. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on, but um, uh, we, you know, big brands such as all the Harry Potter books, um, you know, Stephen King, some of those authors, you know, we represent them here in South Africa. So safe to say that Jonathan Ball brings out a huge range of books. And what you're going to be telling us, telling us about this morning is what we can look forward to from Jonathan Ball in the first quarter of this year. And I think there is a lot coming out. So I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to let you do the talking and let us know what is going to be on the shelves from Jonathan Ball Publishers, both from your local stable and also internationally. Okay, great. So let's kick off. I'm going to kick off with what's coming um, on the local side. And I'll start off with uh, the first book we've published this year on the local front, it's already hit shelves actually this week, and it's called First People, The Lost History of the Khoisan by Professor Andrew Smith. So this is quite an interesting book. You know, uh, Professor Andrew Smith is an archaeologist and he's with UCT. And he's written eight academic books already on the same subject. And this, yeah, I think this is the first time a book is sort of that we are publishing a book like this aimed at a more general, you know, audience and written in a style where it's more accessible and not too academic. But um, it's a richly illustrated book. You know, this book is it's invaluable and, and accessible work, and it explores how the Khoisan were pushed to the margins of history and society. Um, yeah. And, and as you say, I mean, he's written eight academic books before, so safe to say he is an expert in the field, but yes. I think it's something that, um, it, it's quite interesting, the, the, the Khoisan people, it is something that is interesting and it has grabbed the interest of, of, as you say, the general public. So this is a more accessible book and 
less on the academic front compared to what he's written previously. So this one should be quite interesting. And as you say, rich in illustration. So it yes. sounds quite like quite an interesting read. Yes, no, it, it is. I think it's definitely if you, you know, if you like your history and that sort of thing, you'll definitely like this book. Mm, moving along. Okay, so next up uh, is in March. We are releasing a book titled Masters of Money. So this is one more aimed at, you know, people that are interested in business books, I'd say, or anything to do with finance. But the interesting thing, this book is called Masters of Money, Strategies for Success from the CFOs of South Africa's Biggest Companies. So the author is Casey Chisena, and he's also a chartered accountant and a qualified financial advisor, you know, so he's got a a big background in finance and he went and he interviewed 30 CFOs of JSE listed companies in South Africa. So the book is, is made up of 30 interviews slash essays um, from these CFOs, but you know, it doesn't always it doesn't only touch on their sort of advice in business. It also there's a lot of personal stories and anecdotes in there, um, which you know gives you a bit of life lessons together with actual practical lessons, you know, of being a CFO. So it's quite an interesting one. And there is a fascination I find on our local book front with books like this, business books, finance books, business advice, finance advice. They seem to come out at a rapid rate. Um, Personally, it's not my genre at all. (laughs) (laughs) but it's definitely a favorite amongst local publishers and and they're always up there on our our bestseller list so there's definitely uh I wouldn't say a a need for them but there's there's definitely a a requirement or there I I don't know what it is because I'll be (laughs) honest it doesn't appeal to me I think it's I think it might be a trend you know because we we have for sure a few of those on our list for this year, uh, sort of business, self-help, that sort of thing. Um, you know, I think people are just interested to know about other people's stories and not always just about the technical stuff, but about these sort of life, you know, people in big jobs or whatever. So I think that's also part of it. Yes, and I suppose you can always learn. As long as you're learning all the time, that's mm. the main thing. No, definitely. Right, what else have you got? Okay, so on the also on the local side, um, in April, we are releasing a book, a very interest, book, interesting book. It's actually a first um, in South Africa. It's called The Boer War in Colour. So this is a sort of an illustrated book. We're doing it in English and in Afrikaans. And it's all the old photos from the Boer War that's been colorized. I don't know if you, you remember oh, wow. that book. Um, I think it was called Colour in Time, or there was this big international release. I can't remember the name now, where it, where it was also old photos that they colorized. So this is now being done by a local author called Tinas LaRue, and he's been doing it for quite a while. So this is the first time we're putting it all together in a book. But the photos look amazing. It just gives you a bit of you know, perspective and, yeah, it just makes everything come to life, you know, because most of the stuff that's available out there is black and white. So, yeah, it's really an interesting book. I'm actually laughing because 
I know that there are so many readers who have a mental block against reading local books. And because I'm such a huge supporter of local authors, I always try and convince them, first and foremost, that local books are not only about the Boer War and politics. No, so I mean this. I mean this is about the Boer War. So, but it's it's full of photos, you know. So, okay, it's a bit. I'm, I'm going to have to change my argument. Yeah. So here's a book about the Boer War. Okay. Um, but no, I'm very excited. You know, just because it's a first, and it's I think people who are interested in the subject will find it fascinating. So, and and the truth is that there are always going to be people who are interested in the subject. Yes. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, maybe not this audience, but yes, there will be. <laughs> no, no, you'd be surprised. This audience is very mixed, and I think there are going to be people who will pick up on this. We are going to take a quick break. You're listening to People of the Book, and I am Janice Liebowitz. I love it when you read to me. This is People of the Book with Janice Liebowitz. You're listening to People of the Book. I'm Janice Liebowitz, and my guest today is Jean-Marie Korf from Jonathan Ball Publishers, and she is letting us know what we can expect on our shelves and online, obviously, if you prefer to order online, from Jonathan Ball Publishers in the first quarter of this year. So, Jean-Marie, you were letting us know about some local titles that were going to be coming out from you guys. What else have you got in store for us? Um, So I'm just going to quickly mention one more local book that's coming out in April. And I promise it's not a Boer War book, so... (laughs) Um, uh, but the book is titled um, Unforgiven, Face to Face with My Father's Killer by Liz McGregor. Um, so Liz is a, is a local author. She's written two books previously. It was quite some years ago, though. Um, but this book is, is more of a memoir. The story of, of her, invest- well, not investigating. So her father was brutally murdered. And you know, they, they caught the murderer and he went to jail, but she just couldn't let go. You know, um, as part of her grief, she decided to investigate this because it just didn't make sense to her. Yeah. Um, and she, so the book is telling this whole story. It's really, it's such an amazing story. But, you know, she eventually meets um, this guy who's been convicted, his family, and he actually comes from this, you know, a very, uh, not a well-to-do family, but, you know, this there's nothing wrong because she was expecting to find this delinquent, you know, but he comes from a very balanced family, you know, there's nothing strange there. He had a nice upbringing and, you know, she just can't make sense of it all. So the book follows her journey and then eventually she actually meets him in prison. And yeah, it's just an amazing story of how a family deals with, you know, someone being murdered and yeah. So I think that, that one's going to be... Sounds fascinating. Yes, yes. Uh, we're very excited. I think it's it's really a, a, a quite a, a hectic story, but very personal. So, yeah, that's going to be natural. And I think people are drawn to stories like that. Mm, yes, definitely. I think especially if they've gone through something similar or, you know, there's always something that you can relate to yes. in anyone else's story. So... Especially when it's that personal, definitely. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. We look forward to that. Yes. So now we can we can move on to some international titles coming. Okay. <laughs> so I'll, I'll leave the local for now. But on the international front, sure, we, we have quite a few amazing titles coming out. Um, and the first one uh, I want to mention is coming out this month. It's called A Terrible Kindness by Joe Browning Rowe. So this, this is a debut novel, and it's about, it's based in part on the Aberfan disaster of 1966. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I am actually familiar with it, yes. Yes, so where, you know, more than 100 people died uh, when a spoil tip collapsed into um, the Welsh village called Aberfan. So this book follows um, 19-year-old William, who is at his first sort of black tie do. Um, you know, at a dance uh, with with a girl, and he's very excited. And then during the event, the news breaks about the Aberfan disaster. And William, you know, decides to act and to volunteer and to go and help. And this then obviously changes his whole life and everything that happens from that point onwards. So... Yeah, because because actually that disaster that that tip actually collapsed onto a school. Yes, didn't yes, it? yes, yes. It did. Yeah, it's it's a very tragic story. It's, it's a it's a horrific story, and yeah, yeah there, I, I think there have been a few books written about it. There've actually been a couple of plays that right. were also written about it, and it's. All, all have been, t- you know, you think you know the story, but everything that's been written has been written from completely different perspectives and different points of view. And they're all so moving and mm. you learn something different each time. And it, it, it is, it's a horrific story and it's it's a shocking tragedy. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, that sounds like quite a book. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's going to be amazing. Um, and it's a debut, so, yeah, people must look out for that one. Then the next one I want to talk about, this one is also, it's called In the Shadow of the Mountain by Sylvia Vasquez Lovado. So this is also, this has actually been, uh, rights have been sold. Selena Gomez is set to produce and star. In the oh, film. wow. Yes, so, so this memoir um, is about, you know, Sylvia, she takes a group of young abused women on an epic track to Mount Everest uh, base camp. So, you know, the book follows these group, this group of women. You know, Sylvia, this actually happened to her. She, she suffered, you know, she was sort of in the throes of alcoholism and hiding her sexuality from her family and, you know, dealing with abuse as a child. And then her mother she's from Peru so her mother called her home and and when she got there she decided that she's going to climb this mountain and you know through this whole journey she sort of deals with everything in her life and how she grows and she actually also started a sort of an organization you know for abused girls where she looks after them and takes them on these these tracks so yeah so that's that sounds amazing yeah, I think yeah, I'm I'm very excited to dip into it and you know to read the full book because yeah, there's a lot of hype around it and like I said, there's a movie coming. So yeah, that that's in the shadow of the mountain. Yes, it sounds in amazing. The of the mountain. Yeah, sounds incredible. Yes. Um, 
then the next one in March uh, is a one by Monica Ali. Um, you you would have heard of her. She she's a um, her first novel was Brick Lane, which was I think she was it was a Pulitzer Prize shortlisted novel. Yes, Brick Lane, and this one is called Love Marriage, and it's also being developed into a TV series actually, um, and it follows this young woman Yasmin. She's a 26-year-old uh, woman who's training to become a doctor, and she's engaged to Joe. And his mother is like this famous feminist. And the story is sort of about how the two families, you know, come together and how a lot of stuff comes, you know, now all heading up to their wedding, a lot of stuff comes, you know, through the cracks and, you know, there's lies and and things, it's about actually two families from two different cultures, you know, getting to know one another and, and things that yeah, are revealed, you know, and 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 it also it comes down to this question about what is a love marriage, you know, in the end. And Yasmin asks herself, you know, is this is this the love marriage? Is this what it's all about? So it's quite a a deep sort of story but yeah very relevant I think yeah I think it's something that that so many people can relate to I mean it's marriage is difficult enough without throwing in different cultures and different such different backgrounds where we we think we're the same but our backgrounds are all different and you know throwing in that cultural element is 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 just a whole different ball game this one sounds sounds amazing I love the sound of this so I yeah. look forward to that. It's Love Marriage, you said. Okay. Yes, Love Marriage by Monica okay. Ali. Yes. Great. Um, okay. Then the next one is called Booth by Karen Joy Fowler. Um, oh, she. what did she write before? I'm going to tell you now. Sorry. I'm just, because I actually, um, she wrote, uh, We Are All Completely Beside Ourselves. Yes. Yes, so that was also, I think, uh, Booker shortlisted. Um, yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, so this book is actually about the Booth family and because one of their sons assassinated Abraham Lincoln. So this is the story. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, about, about that. So the Booth family was this eccentric family, you know, um, in, in 1822, yeah. They moved um, into a secret cabin, you know, some 30 miles northeast of Baltimore to a farm. And there, so Junius Booth was the father and he was this sort of celebrated Shakespearean actor. So he was quite well known. And they had 10 children. And six of those children, I know, that's a lot. (laughs) And, And six of those children eventually survived, you know, because it was sort of, close to you know when the civil war broke out and yes yeah so so this is follows the story of of their family and then of the one son who actually you know assassinated Abraham Lincoln. is this so, a fictionalized account I mean is she has she yes yes yeah it's it's a, okay it's, it's a fictionalized account um <clears throat> but obviously based on a lot of of facts yes yeah so I think this is also going to be very interesting it's one to watch definitely yeah yeah so yeah historical fiction basically yeah yes 
it's it's interesting how how quite a lot of authors are picking up on interesting historical characters and and kind of coming out with these fictionalized accounts of their lives and it, it's quite a, an interesting concept yeah <clears throat> no it's very and I think it makes for good reading you know yes mm. I love that okay moving on so in Feb this year as well this month still another one coming is titled impossible by Sarah Lotz she so- is <laughs> creepy <laughs> but brilliant but brilliant she's she's a South African isn't she I think she I mean she relocated many many years ago but she's uh she does have a South African connection yeah yeah there's a there's a connection there I know she moved yeah she moved away from South Africa years ago so this one is actually also um this I must okay I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell you a bit about it I don't want to give too much away but it's such an interesting uh plot so the story is about Nick. Um, he's a failed writer and a failed husband and a dog owner. And then B, so she's a serial dater, a dressmaker, and a and an enthusiast, you know. So the two of them, so she sends an email actually to someone else, but like very angry email to someone that she is not happy with, and then it reaches Nick by accident. But then the two of them start emailing each other and they actually start liking each other. And they're like, okay, well, let's meet up. And then they decide on a meeting point and, you know, at some train station and they're like, okay, we'll meet there on that day. And then they both of them arrive there, but then they realize they're in two different universes or realms. So they don't live in the same world. Oh yeah, yeah this, is, that, this is Sarah Lotz. Yeah, that, that's that's um, she writes. And then from there, I mean, it's just it's so interesting because also, so Nick lives in the world where, you know, everything is. He rides a bike, and everything is, you know, sort of a clean world. It's as if everyone listened to everyone about global warming, and everything is sort of fixed. And B lives in the world that we live in today. But she is super happy and he's not happy. I mean, the two worlds, you know, they collide via email. Anyway, it's very interesting. (laughs) So if you've read Sarah Lots before, you will completely understand what Jean-Marie is saying. If you haven't read Sarah Lots before, you will wonder what you just heard. (laughs) Yes. I completely get it. Yeah, but it's quite surreal. She, but she does. She, she, she writes surrealist fiction, basically. Yes, yes. So yeah, so very uh, interesting one coming from her. Then in another one this month uh, that's coming is "Take Your Breath Away." Um, So this is the new one from Linwood Barkley, a new crime thriller. Oh, very popular. Yes, it's yes. very popular. And, yeah. and I mean, yeah, your stuff is amazing. So this is almost like your—I don't want to say run of the mill, but this is so. So the plot, you know, the story is about this this guy. He goes on a fishing trip with his wife, and then his wife disappears. And then they obviously think it's him, uh, but they can't really find any evidence that it's him. So they don't actually convict him, but he goes through 
obviously it ruins his whole life. Um, you know, I think six years later, <clears throat> he actually also, he has sold the house. They've demolished the old house. He's in a new relationship. And then six years later, a woman shows up at their old house where there's now a new house that's built and knocks on the door and starts screaming, where is my house? What happened to my house? Oh, my word. And this woman resembles his wife that disappeared. So, dun, dun, dun. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, typical crime thriller. Very exciting. Oh, it sounds great. <laughs> yes. Love the sound of that. Hmm. Yeah. Then, um, sorry, I'm moving. Am I moving too quickly? Is no, no. Sounds great. Uh, okay. Let's get through whatever is um, as ever much as we can. Okay, cool. In uh, March, another historical fiction book is coming. It's called The Language of Food by Annabelle Abbs. So this is actually based, this is also an amazing story. So Annabelle Abbs, she tells the story of Eliza Acton. She's the woman who actually came up with the way that we use recipes, like the format oh, wow. that that we use recipes in. So actually writing down, you know, the ingredients and the amounts and then, you know, the instructions. So she actually um, came up with the format of how we write recipes. And, her story and I don't think that's something that ever crosses our mind. I know. I never thought about it before no. I heard this book. I was like, I've never thought that there actually was a time where they weren't, they, they wasn't something like a recipe or the way that it was written, you know? So, yeah, so this is very interesting. So, I mean, she, Eliza Acton, um, she could never even boil an egg, but, and then she became one of the world's most successful cookery writers. So this is her story. And it's so interesting because, you know, she wanted to write poetry, if, actually, initially. And then, you know, in those times, it was obviously very long ago, she was told, you know, you're a woman, you must write about food. And that's how she started writing about food and came up with the way that we use, yeah, recipes. So Sounds amazing. Yeah, very Love the sound of that. Love the sound of it. You are listening to People of the Book and I'm chatting to Jean-Marie Korf from Jonathan Ball Publishers. I love it. This is People of the Book with Janice Liebowitz. I'm Janice Liebowitz, and you are listening to People of the Book. I am chatting to Jean-Marie Korf of Jonathan Ball Publishers, and she has been giving us some great recommendations of what we can expect from Jonathan Ball Publishers in the first quarter of the year. Some books are already on the shelves, and some are coming out in the next couple of months. Let us continue. There's still a lot more to come. Jean-Marie, let's not waste any time. What okay. else have you got for us? Um, the next one is also a, a very sort of anticipated release. It's called The Maid uh, by Nita Prose. Um, and this and is I just want to mention that you sent me a fascinating voice clip yes. about where the idea for this book originated from. And I'm always amazed. I'm always intrigued to know where authors get the idea for their books and this voice clip that you sent me it, it just 
I loved it. So, so give us a bit of insight. So, yeah, so the voice clip, let me just uh, let everyone know. So uh, Jonathan Bull Publishers, we actually launched our own podcast um, in November last year, and it's called PageCast. So you can go and look for it on all the listening platforms. But we did an interview with um, the author of The Maid, which is the book uh, I'll tell you about now. But um, And, you know, the, the podcast episode is coming out in March, I think. And, yeah, so the author um, told the story about her being at the London Book Fair and uh, staying in an hotel. And then, you know, she was coming into the room and she got a fright when she saw the maid who was cleaning her room and, and the maid was standing there with her, I think, her, her tracksuit pants or something. She said her like. tracksuit pants that she yes. left, you know, like a messy pile on the floor. Yeah. And she wanted to cringe with embarrassment. <laughs> Yes, and then she she realized that, you know, the maids in hotels, you know, they actually see everything. She probably knows her better than, you know, knows everyone better than, than you think because they see everything about your life, you know, your clothes and whatever that's lying around. And then when she was on the plane going home, I think that's what she said, eh? When she was yeah. in the plane, she got this, it just sort of, she just heard the main character's voice come to her and which is called Molly in this book and she said she heard it so clear and she actually wrote the prologue for the book in the plane um, on a napkin or something yeah I just love the way she said she heard her voice so clearly yes and I'm like, well that's creepy <laughs> writers hey yeah <laughs> they they're, they're very creative so I'm sure yeah, they the characters just live in their minds literally yes. yes I mean so this this book um uh is about Molly um you know she's invisible to everyone like I mean because you don't look at cleaning people who are cleaning rooms you you, you, they're just part of the furniture almost, I think. And I think some of because them... Because you don't see them a lot of the time. Yes, yes. They're almost like, what's the word? They're almost like stealth. You know, they just do their thing, but you don't even notice them. And she's also, you know, she feels invisible and like a nobody. But then she um, discovers, she comes into the one room one day and one of their guests um, is dead in his bed, um, Mr. Black. And... She actually goes sort of on this mission and investigation, you know, of figuring it out, figuring out what happened, because people think, you know, that, that maids don't know anything, but they are actually the people who know more than you would ever. Definitely. Because they see everything that's happening. They see what's going on in people's rooms. Yeah, they're almost like a, a fly against the wall, I would yep. say, you know. Yeah, um, and I think you know what I think. Uh, um, for those who watch BBC Lifestyle and 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 um, channels like that, I think that people like the the staff in hotels and back people that we probably consider as background people have come mm -hmm. more to light lately. With um, especially with shows like The Savoy, and uh, there's a lot of. Um, shows now that that do show the inner workings specifically of the top hotels in the world but um it's it's fascinating it's really interesting stuff when you mm. see that the, the inner workings of things that you, that you take for granted 
and mm. things just run smoothly. It's like, you know, that, that duck that you see floating smoothly on the surface. Meanwhile, under the water, those feet are just going furiously. And that, yeah. that is how things work. And we've been able to, to take a look into that inner sanctum. And books like this also give us yeah. a, a look into that, that deeper world that, that we don't generally see. Mm. No, I think I'm, yeah, I'm also, I'm excited for this one. This is also going to be a movie. I feel like all these, you know, the big books are now. No, that's a thing now. Rides, rides are being bought, shows are being made, but, you know, it's it's awesome. I mean, I mean, it's, it just gives the book uh, more legs and you just hope they obviously do it in the right way. And, yeah, you know, and so everyone's just, happy. Yeah, things are really, it really brings things to life. Mm. Okay, so yeah, this is the maid and it's coming in. Let me just check the date. I think I said April. No, sorry. Yeah, April, March, April. I think March, yes. Um, but yeah, there's already a buzz about it, um, you know, overseas. So I'm sure people might have heard about it already. Yeah. Um, then there's another one coming called The Candy House by Jennifer Egan. Um, so Jennifer Egan, she's a Pulitzer Prize winning novelist. Her, the book that won the Pulitzer Prize was A Visit from the Goon Squad. Um, and this is sort of the sibling novel to that one. Um, and it, it has, you know, there's some of the characters from A Visit from the Goon Squad is also in this new book, The Candy mm. House. Yes. And this is sort of, I'd say it's for fans of like the TV series Black Mirror. So there's Ooh, also this, yeah, it's very dark. So, so it's about um, this very brilliant tech entrepreneur. Um, you know, he's desperate for a new idea. He's 40, he's got four kids. Um, you know, he's restless. And then, he, and then he stumbles upon this conversation by a, a bunch of Columbia professors where, um, you know, he hears that one of them is experimenting with downloading or externalizing memory. So then within a decade, this tech entrepreneur, his new technology called Own Your, Own Your Unconscious, um, you know, within 10 years, he develops it. And it allows you to access every memory you've ever had. Oh, wow. And, and you can also share every memory in exchange for access to the memories of others. So, yeah. Where did I come up with these ideas? I don't know. <laughs> a bit disturbing. Um, it's also not as far-fetched. I mean, it's like, yeah, it seems like it's it's probably something that could happen within a few years. But oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 yeah, it's brilliant. And then obviously, this new technology seduces a lot of people, but not everyone. So this book follows quite a few characters that live in this world where this you know technology has been developed and people who are using it. So it's quite interesting. Um, you know, there's a focus obviously on social media, gaming, alternate worlds. You can almost experience moving among dimensions in a role-playing game. So there's a lot of that, those elements in the book. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a lot to look forward to. You are listening to People of the Book. I'm Janice Leibovitz. I love it when you this is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. This is People of the Book. 
I'm Janice Leibovitz, and I'm talking to Jean-Marie Korf from Jonathan Ball Publishers. And before we wrap up, maybe we can sneak in one or two more. What have you got for us? Have you got yes, a couple more I'll, for us? Oh, maybe just quickly sneak in two more local ones, if that's okay. That is um, fine. So we have so we have a new book by Richard Stein coming this year as well. Um, so he, I don't know if you know his writing, but he's he's written uh, biographies for us before on Jan Smuts um, and um, sorry, I'm just trying to remember the other one. That's um, Jan Smut, and then he did a, a Seven Boats, which was released in 2020. Um, and the new book that's coming is on Milner. So it's also obviously a historical biography. And Lord Alfred Milner was, as you know, like a brilliant public servant and one of Britain's yes. most famous empire builders. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think this one would be a good one for, you know, people who are interested in that history. And Richard is a brilliant writer, as I said. Um, his books are really well-researched and well-written. Yeah, I was about to say a fantastic researcher. Yes, yes. So this is coming in April. Um, and then we also, so we released a, a biography on Tabu and Becky, The Dream Deferred by Mark Fisser. Um, You know, some years ago, it was a very thick book. And there's been a, a, a release of it again. Uh, at some point, it was released as a shorter version, but now we are releasing it um, a new edition of it again this year with a new epilogue. It's obviously been years since the book was written. So there's some more information on Tabo and Becky in there. And, you know, Mark is also an amazing writer. So this is also a nice one to look forward to. He is, he is amazing, even though I never know how to pronounce his surname. So thank you for that. <laughs> I also don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but no one has, oh. no one has corrected me. So I'm assuming... <laughs> I think everyone else is assuming that you're getting it right. So. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's it. For I now. think that you have given our readers and my listener a lot to look out for, a lot to look forward to. And I think that Jonathan Ball Publishers has a lot to work on and a lot on your plate. <laughs> we do we do but um you know we do this job because we love it so absolutely I think working with books I mean, I mean I might be slightly biased I think working with books is probably one of the best jobs in the world yeah. that's just me but no, um, thank you so so much for giving of your time and I cannot tell you how thrilled I am we got through this we did it we did the whole thing and yes. Yeah, I thank you so much. And I just think that there's just so much to look forward to. And I think it's going to be a very exciting year. And just thank you again. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I hope, yeah, I hope it all came across okay and that people are excited for Perfect. the books that are coming. I'm sure, I'm sure they are. And to you, my dear listener, once again, take care of yourself, take care of each other. And if you can get vaccinated, get boosted. Wear a mask and read a book.